Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Craig F. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today's date is June 26, 2020, and this is the 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time uh, big book study. Um, my name is Craig F. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, Today we're going to be reading from the big book, and we're uh, on the title page, so we're starting over. Um, today's readers are um, Darlene H., Katie G., and Susan H. for the Steps, Tens, and P., and for the Traditions, um, Susan H. is going to cover that. Um, Okay, uh, the reference number for yesterday is uh, the 7 a.m. meeting is 14,870, and for the 9 a.m. meeting was 14,871. Uh, today's preamble, always preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members who are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no positions on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. OA's sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, and that's to carry its message to compulsive overeaters who still suffer. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message, <coughs> excuse me, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'm now going to ask Tenzin P. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Tenzin P. checking in from New York City. And here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Number one. We admit we are powerless over food, that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless small inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. 
Nine, may direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, properly admitted it. Eleven, thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us, and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you very much. Wishing everyone a blessed day. Okay, thank you, Tenzin. Next, I'm gonna ask uh, Susan H. to read the 12 Traditions. Good morning. This is Susan H., a recovered, grateful recovered compulsive eater in St. Mary's, Ohio. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Each group, oh, sorry. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six. An OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully supporting, self-supporting, declining outside contribution. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And I pass. All right. Thank you very much, Susan. Okay. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery, described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for, for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing 
be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are finished sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book on the title page in the very beginning. Um, I'm now going to ask uh, Darlene H. to get us started. Darlene? Yes, good morning, Craig. Darlene H., recovered compulsive overeater in Columbus, Georgia. Alcoholics Anonymous. The story of how many thousands of men and women have recovered from, from alcoholism, the fourth edition of Alcoholics Anonymous World Service, New York City. My book says 2001. For me, um, this title page is the first promise of hope of what this book has to bring to us. It talks about how many thousands of men and women have recovered. It's the first time I see the word recovered in this book. And um, I looked that word up. And the definitions that I came up with were the act, process, instance, or duration of recovering. And the other definition was to bring back to normal condition. Um, You know, a long time ago, I just never even understood the concept of being recovered. I've had uh, over 20 years in Overeaters Anonymous admittedly in and outside of the room, uh, admittedly in and outside of what I, I thought was the program of recovery, which was abstinence. Today, I clearly understand what recovered means, um, and I clearly understand what abstinence means, and I clearly understand what a food plan means. I, didn't, I did not get that before. Um, I have enjoyed years of abstaining from certain foods and uh, sat in a thin body for years and years, but I never had recovery of or I was never recovered in my thinking or my actions or my spiritual connection with a power greater than me. So I was constantly trying to control and run my show through the process of working these steps and having the focus not be on the food, but be on a relationship with a power greater than me and certainly continue to work on that relationship because it does take work. Just because I'm recovered doesn't mean I'm cured every day. Um, I now understand what it means to live life to the fullest. And, um, what an incredible gift that has been for me to try to live in a, in a way that's of service instead of asking to be served, uh, to live in a way of, of trust and patience instead of constantly having to be the one making things happen. And it's, you know, as I've already said, it, it requires a lot of work because I'm not, you know, I'm still human. Um, I'm so grateful for this process of working these steps 
for um, the people in this program who continue to help others and to show them through their own experience of what life can truly be like. For the first time in my life, I'm not, I'm nowhere near as thin as I once was, but for the first time in my life, I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm comfortable with whom I am. And that, it, it, it sets me up for contentment in a way that I never, ever could even have imagined. So the first promise of hope here on this title page, um, it's just, it's just a glimmer of hope. Little did I know just how beautiful my story was going to unfold and continue to unfold by diving into this book with another recovered member of this program. And with that, I'll share. I'll pass, rather. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Okay, we're going to take uh, pictures from members, and we're going to uh, remind you that we, well, we value everybody's ex- experience. Uh, and, and strength and hope, we uh, uh, ask you if you've shared in the last couple of days to uh, to uh, give somebody a chance that hasn't shared in the last couple of days and uh, just be uh, aware that there's a lot of people on the line, uh, a lot of different experiences. We want to give everybody a chance. So who hasn't shared in the last couple of days that would like to share? Harlan G. Harlan Right, I got Harlan. I got Harlan and Chris, and then Melissa who? P. Melissa C. I got somebody C. R. And who? Who? There was a name before somebody C. R. And I need that somebody again. Melissa. Melissa C. R. Melissa P. All right. Shelly CR. Shelly. Thank you, Shelly. Yep. Thanks. All right. I have Harlan, Chris. I missed somebody. Uh, Shelly CR, <coughs> Heidi, and then Melissa. Can I get that pr- person that I missed right after Chris? All right. Well, let me take one more name then. Kathy C. Kathy? All right. Kathy P or T? C as in cat. All right. Kathy C. All right. Great. Okay, let's uh, go ahead and get started. Good morning, Harlan. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for your service. Thanks to Team Friday for making this magnificent meeting possible. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. We take a look at the title page here, and it promises something that may have meant a lot more in 1939 than it does today, thank God. When we look at this, and it says how many thousands, the story of how many, many thousands of men and women have recovered from alcoholism, what I'm given to remember is up until the point of this book, up until the point of Alcoholics Anonymous coming out of the Oxford group, recovery was absolutely unheard of. 
You had shysters, snake oil salesmen, quacks that were running around the country for centuries and running around Europe for centuries trying to sell snake oil. When we say snake oil, we mean fake drugs, most of which contained alcohol, and they didn't work. Nothing worked. I'm not knocking religion, but religion didn't work, and doctors didn't work, but this worked. But let's take a look at something that, for if you're holding a fourth edition, is not there. AA lost the copyright on its own first edition in the United States. It still has it in all the other countries. But in the United States, it lost the copyright on its own first edition. So what's not in front of you is a triangle encircled by a, uh, surrounded by a circle. In the triangle, which is an equilateral triangle, noting that nothing is more important than the other, on the left side of the triangle, it says unity. On the right side of the triangle, it says service. On the bottom of the triangle, holding up the entire pyramid, is the word recovery. So you've got unity, service, and recovery. Now, what you also have in all the other editions is a circle. And the circle is to remind us of what we just experienced between yesterday and today. What did we do yesterday? Yesterday, here in A Vision for You, we finished the first 164 pages of the big book. We finished studying them. What are we doing this morning? We're starting over. So the study of the big book never ends. And when you see people like me who've relapsed, what happens is we stop taking those actions. So unity, service, and recovery, and we see the circle, what we have here are three vital concepts Four vital concepts, excuse me, I can't talk this morning, I'm all famished. Unity, service, and recovery in a never-ending series of action after action after action for ourselves and for others. And when we stop taking that action and the food goes in the mouth, we say, oh my God, I ate food, that's the start of my relapse. No way. The start of the relapse is when we stop taking these vital actions and the food going in my mouth is the end result of the relapse, not the beginning of the relapse. So the unity, service, recovery, and circle are all vital instructions to help God save my life. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you, Harlan. Um, next up, we have Chris. Chris? Yes, good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, Chris M. from New York. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, I am a recovering um, compulsive overeater, but according to this book, I can be recovered. And um, it's, I don't know if the word is funny, but ironic, um, surprising, maybe not surprising, that I came into this program in 1986, and I... I came into a how meeting and, and we were reading the big book and I guess I, I guess I heard the words recovered and recovering, but I don't know. My, my mind just skipped over them and maybe I thought um, like subconsciously like, Oh yeah, well the, 
the alcoholics, they recover. But us compulsive overeaters, like, like we're never going to recover. We're just always recovering, recovering. Because I always heard even people in, in how that had um, been very successful physically um, with their weight, and, and, and maybe they were successful um, spiritually and emotionally, they were always saying that they were recovering. You know, it was always a process of recovering. And um, I never heard, you know, like many of us say on this line, that we actually can recover. That was such a new concept to me uh, last year when I started listening to, the, to these meetings. Um, and what I'm noticing now is since still, you know, listening to the meetings and reading the book and, and all the discussion, how important these words are. Like, just, you know, we'll read something like, I'm like, oh, we're reading the title page today? Like, what the heck is the title? What is the title page going to say? And, you know, I'm just surprised. Um, time and time again, reading the title page, reading a paragraph that's one or two sentences, how much there is in there to um, remind me of what the purpose is of this book and to remind me of the path that I can follow to actually recover my life. Um, so I'm just so grateful that I can recover and um, that's just wonderful. Thank you so much. I passed. All right. Thank you. Next we have Shelly CR, and she's going to be followed by Heidi, then Melissa, then Kathy. Uh, Shelly? Good morning. Uh, this is Shelly CR, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Minnesota. Um, so I also share that piece of this morning, I knew that we were starting the book over, but I did not realize that we were starting with the cover page. I have not been here for the very beginning in these meetings. And, um, and, and, I, and I love that we start with this. Uh, and I hear that part about have recovered. That was the part that jumped out for me. And I know that, um, like many others, when being in program, I had not heard of this term being used for someone as a compulsive overeater. And so this, you know, it's, it's such a hopeful, short, brief statement. And that fact that people can recover. Um, now, that being said, I need to do this work on a daily basis in order for that recovery to be the case every day. And I'm not cured. It doesn't say have been cured. So that's a really important distinction. Um, and then it talks about the story, right? The story of how people have recovered. And when I first came in um, to OA, uh, that very first day in a face-to-face -face meeting, someone gave me, lent me the book of um, OA and so all the different stories. And I was able to identify with the stories in this book. And I was able to like identify in, and go, okay, you know, I'm, he I'm hearing this piece where people are feeling better and they're not eating and it's about food. However, in, you know, coming to uh, Vision for You and other big book studies in studying the big book specifically, it's like, oh, okay, here is specifically the how. So it's not just the story, but it's also that how piece and following it step by step 
and it's that piece that I can do this as well. Um, and so that step-by-step -step is what I need. And I know that when I don't follow what the big book says, then things go backwards. My defects of character come back up. Um, it's, you know, that insanity, that insanity. And so I need to continue to uh, work on practicing the things that are in here. And the only way I can do that is through repetition over and over and over again. I laugh because I think about, I mean, I was an overeater from the time I was, you know, very little, maybe from the time I was born, right? So um, I think about all those years, decades of me going through these things of insanity over and over and over again. And so when it comes to this program, it should not be surprising for me that I need to do them over and over and over again for the rest of my days. That's what this looks like. This is going to be a forever program, and this is what I need in order to be recovered on a day-to-day -day basis. So I'm very grateful to be here, and thank you, everyone, um, for all of your service to make this meeting happen. Happy 26th. It's a Friday, and uh, it's summer. So thank you so much. Take care. Bye. All right. Thank you. Next up, we have Heidi, and Heidi will be followed by Melissa, then Kathy P., and we'll take new names. Heidi? Heidi, we're not hearing you. Star one to unmute. Good morning. Good morning. This is Heidi. Good morning. Okay. You got me? Got you. I'm sorry. Hi there. I am Heidi. I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Toronto, and I am flooded with gratitude at this moment. Um, I'm just, I love the big book, and I love the reverence that this meaning seems to have for it and how sort of wonderfully cool and beautiful it is to finish it last yesterday and then to start it again this morning uh, and the addition I had has the uh, the circle and the triangle in it I have a third edition that was marked up by somebody else and I really really see this book as completely and totally divinely inspired and I'm so grateful. And it also hasn't occurred to me that what was said about snake oil, like there really was no hope. So all those years that I was acting, doing my own self-will, in the back of my mind I knew that this existed and I knew that there was hope. But if it had been 100 years earlier, I would not have known that. And I just shudder to think. So I'm grateful to all of you. Um, I'm thrilled on this beautiful day in Toronto to have a day and to have a summer, and thank you. I'll pass. Thank you. Okay, um, next up we have uh, Melissa, and uh, Melissa will be followed by Kathy, and then we'll take new names. Good morning, Craig. Thank you for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is Melissa P. from Buffalo. Um, I was so excited to start over in this book, and like a lot of people, I hadn't ever really paid attention to this title page. Um, and the thing that got me was actually the word story. When I was a little girl in the food, I really had two friends, and it was my books 
and it was food. Um, and I just remember reading books over and over and over just as compulsively as I was eating as a little kid and always envisioning myself inside those pages, thinking of a better life outside of the abnormal life that I was living um, and thinking about how much better things could be. And there were days where I really lived inside of those pages. Um, you know, and then as an adult, especially one in so by taken over by this disease, um, you know, reality was, was harsh and there was a lot in my life. And, um, I do a lot of writing. And when you think about writing, there's five components to a story. You have your characters, you have your setting, you have your plot, you have your conflict and you have your resolution. And when I think about this book and I think about how skillfully and God led and how it was written, um, I'm just so grateful that I can live in the resolution that this is my book that I can pick up every day and get lost in and, and find a new world. And the difference is, is that I'm not in the food anymore. I'm not wishing that my life could be like the people in these pages because I have, thanks to my higher power, what it takes to live these pages now and act out my own version of recovery and not have to live in conflict and not have to live in the food and that there is so much life in these pages that it's a gift to me every single day. Um, but I have to work it. It's not just this instruction manual that sits on a table anymore. This is a guide for living. Um, in this story, I see myself in every day and read the stories of people over and over and hear all of your stories. And it just, it gives me so much hope. And I am just so grateful to be recovered today by the grace of God and to have all of you by my side in these pages of this book. And um, this book gets me every day closer to something that I can live a better life and not a life that I have to bury my face in a, a book and not want to live. I want to live because of this book. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you so much. And with that, I'll pass. Have a good day, everyone. All right. Thank you um, very much. Uh, next up, we have Kathy P. And then we're going to gonna take uh, some new names. Kathy? Hi. Good morning, everybody. It's actually Kathy C. Uh, from Montreal, oh. Canada. Um, I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And uh, yes, I love the shares this morning, and, and so many have already mentioned the word recovered. And I also had to look up the, you know, the word story, and it was in italics, you know. So it, it made me look it up, and it, and it says an account of past events in someone's life or in the evolution of something, right? Um, so the evolution of something, of, of, of what? Of a recovery Right? They have recovered. It's in the past tense. And like, like it was said, it is a promise. It's the first promise of this big book. Right? So have recovered from what? From alcoholism. Um, for us, we have recovered from compulsively eating, um, the practice of compulsively eating. Right? That's what we have recovered from. And um, I thought it was just like the food. Or I had to get the first perfect food plan. Like just 
give me the plan, get me the foods that don't, don't make me want to eat more uh, on a physical level only. But, you know, I've come to see that I had to recover from a state of mind, right? All my ideas, all my beliefs. Uh, all those had to be rearranged and, you know, put aside for something new. And, and the word recovery, just recently doing a, a workshop, again, 12-step workshop, you know, we had to look up the word recovered. So it just gave me a whole new, you know, opened up a whole new, um, you know, set of you know, uh, just a whole new definition. And a few of them were to cause to be restored to a normal or usual condition to search for, find, and bring back, to regain a normal condition as of health or healing after an illness, to bring under observation again, to receive a favorable judgment and come upon unexpectedly or after searching. And this reminds me, you know, of prayer and meditation. This is where I need the help. Every day I need to go back and to receive favorable judgment, right? And, and come upon unexpectedly after searching. Well, I ask God, you know, he helps me. He helps me. Um, and to search for, again, God, what is your will for me today? You know, um, it's just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful time. Um, now that, you know, moved away from the food thing and all that, it's, it's really a deeper connection and understanding and a companionship for the rest of my life. Um, and the freedom, um, it just can't be explained. It, it really is a, a, a transformation, a change, a rebirth. Um, I just want to express my gratitude for having this meeting every day. Been on it for six years. So thank you, everybody. And I pass. Okay. Thank you very much, Kathy. Now we're ready. To take some new names. Who else would like to share? Charles H. Elizabeth C. Elizabeth Danielle C. Susan A. Wow. Okay. Anita. I, I, I got Charles H. Elizabeth D. Danielle L. Put H on. Meg D. A. I'm, 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 it's coming too fast here. I, I got uh, Elizabeth and I've got a Meg. I'm Danielle Danielle M. I'm sorry. Laura W. Danielle M. Laura. Yes. Danielle. Bernadette. Anita. All right. Danielle um, A. All right. I'm going to stop right there. I think I got too many. Charles H., uh, Elizabeth, Meg, Laura, uh, Danielle, um, Bened Benedith. Bernadette. I don't know. Bernadette. All right. Yes. Yeah. And Susan. So let's go ahead and start. Charles. Thank you very much, teacher, for your loyal service. I really appreciate it. Um. So. I'm happy. I'm happy every day. But I, I want to hit it from a different slant, right? Like a vision for you, Chapter 11, bankruptcy is actually the beginning of the book. If you really look at it in retrospect, because, you know, it, it, it says that, that, that Bill, you know, of course, Roland gave it to uh, Abby, Abby gave it to Bill, and Bill, 
you know, went on a venture in a vision field. The store just went over it. Um, you know, in, in a year and a half, they had 10 people, if that, right? That was the beginning. And I don't know about y'all, but this, this Chapter 11 vision for you gives me an overview of the beginning. Now we're at the cover page where it says how thousands, right? In the beginning, it was just like, you know, single digits. It was painstaking. It was painful. It was, they didn't have no Instagram. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have texts, cell phones. They barely had a telegram, if that. So it was painstaking. They, you know, they, they showed us the struggles. They showed us the, the resentments, the, 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 the ill feelings, and they persevered. Step 10, they showed us that. Now we're here on the title page. This is a continuation of the vision that they had, right? And, and I, I know they don't believe that maybe they do. Maybe they were visionaries. They believed they seen the, the light in the dark. So this is the light here. This is the light, how thousands. And, you know, thank you to my grandy. I love you, man. Let them hate because you, you, you give us so much. You pour so much into us. And some people jealous, maybe they need to open a book from the beginning so they can be teachers too. It's an open book test. Every day my nose should be in this book with sponsorees, helping me to be a, a recovered person one day at a time. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Charles. Next up we have uh, uh, Elizabeth. And that'll be, um, she'll be followed by Meg and Laura. Thank you. Can I be heard? Yes, go ahead. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Elizabeth D, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in the Boston area. I'm, I love what I've been hearing this morning. I'm so grateful that we're back on the cover page. Um, I especially appreciated hearing about that first edition and that symbol, uh, Unity Service Recovery, that was embedded in that that first, very first cover page, um, and how it was described. Um, it, it's, a, it's a revelation to me this morning. Um, and the fact is, um, for me too, that circle, that circle means that I keep starting over, um, that we keep starting over, that I keep starting over. Um, we finish at 164 and we start at the cover page. Um, the story of AA never ends. The fact is, it can never end for me, for this compulsive overeater. If I want to stay sober and live the full life that I have today, abstinent, recovered, I must do my part. And that means I must have my head in this book all the time, um, helping, helping people doing service, in whatever way um, possible, um, sponsoring people in the steps and so forth. That's how I have to do it. I mean, the word recovered, I first heard in, in, late, in early 2015. I had been in OA for 30 years and had never heard, heard that word. Overeaters Anonymous. And in early 2015, I picked up the phone. Somebody suggested that I call this meeting, and I heard the word recovered, and it was like somebody hit me over the head. Um, and I had been 10 years in a, in a kind of program where it was focused entirely on the tools and abstinence. Um, over the course of time, as I've continued to come to these meetings, and I found people who, who have, in whom the problem had been solved, who had recovered, they took me through this program. I found entire abstinence and learned what, over time, what, what being recovered means. 
And uh, I don't, I, I didn't deserve this, but I got it because of action, because the action that I took. I've been rocketing into a fourth dimension of life. This is not an easy life by any means. I am not cured. But the fact is, like it says in the big, big book, I wouldn't trade the best moment of the life I used to have for the worst moments I have today in a recovered state. That is my reality today. And it's because of this book. Not just because of this book, but because God has given me the willingness, the grace and the willingness to take the actions, one action after another, one step after another, one day at a time, actions, actions, actions. And I'm very, very grateful to be on the line this morning. And thank you for everyone who's done service to make this meeting possible, to make this fellowship possible. It saved my life. And I'll pass. All right. Thank you very much. Next up, we have Meg, and she'll be followed by Laura and then Danielle. Meg? Did I get that wrong? Okay. Um Let's uh, let's go to Laura. Uh, Laura, are you there? Oh, here I am. Sorry about that. I'm talking to myself. Right. It's Meg T. <laughs> from Rhode Island. All right. Sorry about that. I, I was muted. Go ahead. Um, I was saying so eloquently that I love how we start right away, that for me this is just an ordinary Friday, regardless of the times and what's happening in the outside world. Just immediately, I was forever putting off starting. Oh, New Year's, this, that, after the vacation, after, 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 after. But for us, as soon as we finish, we dive right back in. And really, for me, when I truly got more solid abstinence, it was just an another day, just another let's just start here story. Um, my title page has notes all over it, but in the between the notes, I can read the words that are printed there. I love that it's anonymous because that means we share the common problem. It's not about who you are, where you're from, what you've accomplished, none of that. It's about that we have a common problem and we can just focus on what the problem is. And then the solution, which is the recovered. I love that it says have recovered, that it's the past tense. These people accomplished it they are in that state that we want to be in and i like that it says recovered rather than recovering realizing we have to maintain constant action but still that you can get to that recovered state i love that it says world world service everywhere all over the world and then that it says men and women and i'll say for me I love this meeting and that there are men's voices too. Some of the local meetings do have a lot of women's voices and that's wonderful, but it's nice to hear everyone that we have both men and women's voices together. And also that it's the fourth edition. This, this program, this book has stood the test of time. It has stood all the tests of will this work, will this not work, and people commenting and passing it on to each other, and it's continued to this day. Um, so with that, I pass. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Meg. Uh, 
Next, we have uh, Laura, and she'll be followed by Danielle, and then Bernadette. So, Laura, you there? Star one to unmute. Hi, this is Laura W. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Thank you, Craig. I, this is Laura W. I'm a compulsive overeater um, calling from Chicago. I'm recovered today, and I'm very excited to be on the line. I have listened to Vision for You since 2018, and I only listen, so I have made a vow uh, with the beginning of this to um, to start to share and get more involved. Um, this meeting has definitely allowed me to be recovered, a better sponsor, and really shown me a whole new way to live, and I'm forever grateful. Um, I love that um, you hear the word recovered. Uh, when I first came to OA back in 2010, I didn't even know what a 12-step program was. I was um, I loved the serenity and the acceptance I felt, but the face-to-face meeting I went to, um, nobody talked about being recovered. Um, I don't want to say they only used the tools and and they didn't only go with abstinence. There was a lot of recovery. I I go to that same meeting today still. It's still a great meeting. But it wasn't until I came to Vision for You that I really um, was inspired to be, quote, recovered. Um, I still think it's really important to identify in as a compulsive overeater uh, because when I hear People say that they're compulsive overeaters. It reminds me that every single morning when I get up, just like that circle that we're talking about, uh, it's a brand new day and I have to start all over again. And um, thank God, because when I first got recovered, I was in a pink cloud and I thought that that was recovery. And uh, it was such a slap in the face when reality came back in. And life came back in, and I still had to trudge. Um, but thank God now, because when I try to help other people, and they have they put together some really good days or a couple weeks, and they get in that little pink cloud, and in the back of my mind, I think, well, this is great. It's easy right now, but wait till we have to go back to the beginning. And we will, and when we do, and when they fall, I'll be ready. And I'll start again and I'll say, nobody said it was going to be a pink cloud. That's not recovery. Recovery is work. But if you keep at it, um, it's definitely worth it. I'm so grateful for this meeting and looking forward to um, just uh, being involved and listening um, to everybody's shares this morning. Thank you. I pass. All right. Thank you. Uh, next up, we have uh, Danielle, followed by Bernadette. Uh, Danielle? Star one to unmute, Danielle. Good morning, everybody. Sorry about that. Danielle M., Recover Compulsive Overeater in Central New Jersey. Um, you know, this is a really exciting part of the book. And, you know, I I was a member of AA before uh, coming into OA. And I'll say that this passage didn't do much for me. I would have preferred to gloss over it. You know, I got sober in 2014. 
I got sober in an era where there were always rehabs and AA meetings, and everybody knew some character that had been through the process of recovery, right? That wasn't big news to me. But you know, sitting around in, in AA listening to the book, I remember, you know, my food problem was growing and growing and growing. And I remember saying, I wonder if this stuff could be, you know, if there's like a food 12-step program. You know, I, I remember thinking that because I was very uncomfortable knowing I wasn't truly living in the whole book while I was dying of a food problem. You know, and in a way, this is a big deal because I'm somebody who's never seen a solution. The best I could hope for, you know, for me, a diet for, for boundaries around my food meant punishment. I was such an awful, loathsome creature in my mind that if I could just punish myself in an, enough and I would lose weight and appear normal, I could buy some rights in society, right? I could be like the other people. I could convince them, you know, I could punish myself normal. And it wasn't like that. And I remember I asked a friend in AA, I asked a woman to be my sponsor in AA, and I asked a friend, do you know anybody who does this food stuff and the stuff with the step work? And he goes, are you kidding me? And I said, what? He said, the woman you just asked to be your sponsor, she has recovery in OA. And she took me to a wonderful big book meeting. And it was crazy because this woman, well, I knew she was a skinny string, string bean that ate gluten-free. This was somebody who ate just like me, who was 100 pounds heavier where I was weighing at the time. And I, you know, she even said things to me. She said, you're probably thinking this. You're probably thinking about what you want to eat when you leave here. And I was. I was thinking about McDonald's. I felt like somebody had seen me while I wasn't dressed. I, I couldn't believe what this person knew because all I knew my whole life was diet after diet after trick that didn't work. You know, the last diet I was on before I came in, when I was just about to get the beating that landed me in here, it was so violent. And I lost a ton of weight quickly that somebody said, hey, your pants are hanging off. Why don't you buy new pants? They were my uniform pants. And I said, what's the point? I'm just going to gain it back. And it just I didn't say that to her. The truth came out of my mouth, you know. So the idea that there's not just hope you know, it's not a skinniness part. It's great to be in a normal sized body, but oh, by the way, I don't hate my family. I don't hate myself. I don't want to be dead. I'm in love with my job, the people around me. This book is a billboard. This passage is a billboard of hope when we come in the door. And I didn't realize that when I was ready to do the deal in a way, I'll tell you. All I knew, you know, was that, hey, maybe, because you guys maybe may keep my problem from I didn't expect the other miracles, but through the process of the steps of outline, through following and studying this book and bringing it to other people, oh my God, it's not about the food anymore. The beauty that has blossomed around me, those promises, that peace, wow, you know, and I can't wait to get through the rest of this book with everybody and to just keep going. So thanks so much for letting me share. God bless everybody. All right. Thank you very much for your share. Next up, we have Bernadette, followed by uh, Susan, I think. And we have five, four minutes and two people. So take it away, Bernadette. Hi, I'm Bernadette P. from New Brunswick, New Jersey. And, um, and I'm so grateful for everybody who gives service to make this meeting possible. I'm also grateful for all the people who call in and share their experience, strength, and hope. And, um, and I just want to say I... I never was able to get on, and so today I did, and thank you, God. I don't know how. I've been listening to A Vision for You for quite a little while, and my uh, a friend of mine told me about A Vision, and 
um, I, I am recovered. I have been recovered since August 11, 87. And I used to go to meetings years ago with the big book, and I would share. There would like speaker discussion meetings, and I would share about pages and paragraphs and that are written in the big book, and then share how this happened in my life. And um, and it was always an amazing thing, and people love to hear. It, but I never heard on a regular basis about um, that we the the um, that we have a, a opportunity here to save our lives and to save the lives of others and to listen to everybody and to be part of this. This is why I wanted to get on the call today, to be part of this um, movement of recovery. And we hang up the phone and we go about our lives. And going about our lives is about carrying this message in everything I say and in everything I do and in the things that I don't say and I don't do. And I'm so grateful. I'm so, so grateful. And um, having been restored uh, to a, a healthy state of mind and body, to be relieved of that obsession and of that mental shift. And it happens when I abandon, like I've been listening, I surrender myself to the will of God. What is your will for me today? And so I think um, I, I just, there's so much joy in the journey. And I have seen people in the meetings, and obviously, I still go to OA meetings. And I think one of the most important things I want to say is that when we hang up this phone, go to the meetings. Please, everybody, carry the message to the meetings. Maybe it'll be a scattering here and there once in a while. Somebody will say, hey, <coughs> will you work with me? Will you work with me? with me? I will make the time. I personally will make the time to work with anybody, whether they're eating or not eating. I will hold out this hand of hope for them. And for that, I am, I am so grateful to God for the, the recovery that's available for all of us. Thank you so much. I pass. All right. Thank you. We've got uh, less than two minutes. Susan, do you want it? Yes, I do. Thank you, Craig, for, for this right. service. And I'm Susan A., recovered in Pennsylvania. What jumped out at me was that I had a dear friend for 12 years, and we met in a Bible study, but we connected through that, but also she learned I was in recovery, and so, we ha- and so was she, not in OA, but in a different one, and we had that connection. Well, unfortunately, my friend in 2018 passed from a very serious cancer, and I was tasked to be a ma- um, of major service to her in her affairs. Um, and, and in 2018, when I was clearing out her bookshelf and her house, I saw her recovery books on the shelf, and the first one that I grabbed was her big book. It had personal notes in it, and it now sits on my bookshelf. Well... As a result of the sharing today about the triangle and the circle, I grabbed her big book, and sure enough, it's it's a third edition, and it's got that on it. And as a result of the sharing today, I understand now what that circle and triangle mean. And that's what I love about this fellowship, uh, the sharing. You know, I love the history. And I thank you all for your sharing today. And, and for my 
being recovered um, in a fellowship that is much bigger than myself, even reaching up to heaven. Hi, Julie. And with that, I will pass. All right. Thank you. Uh, Thanks to everyone who shared today. Uh, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today for the meeting that's just now concluding is 14,875, 14,875, and that's for uh, Friday, June 26th uh, and uh, today. So anyway, we're going to close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Uh, Will uh, Katie G., uh, please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only to keep you until then. Hey, Craig, Katie G., Recovered Compulsive Overeater, Anorexic, and Bulimic. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of the past, of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, um, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.